Welcome to Kuhau Podcast. We thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening in with us, we want you to know that you are a part of a new loving family. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message encourages you and transforms your life. Now stay tuned for today's message. So excited to be with you guys. Kuhau, where's my Kuhau family? I want to thank Pastor Rowe and Lisa for the invite that I get to uh, share with you guys a couple nuggets because repentance is going to happen today. What is repentance? Is a change of mind, right? It's just changing your perspective. Not until you change the way you look at things are the things that you're going to look at going to change. So it's an internal repentance of the heart. And I have something really, really good that I want to share with you guys today. And um, I'm going to just take off. And it's titled, uh, It Takes Two. Mm-hmm. It takes two. You ain't going to do it alone. You ain't going to do it alone. And God has structures. Do you know God has instructions on how this all works and, and how everything is set up? Because I always say, you know, peanut butter needs jelly. Batman needed Robin. George needs Sulma. Hi, Sulma. That's my wife. <laughs> it takes two. But when you're coming together with your wife, you're already establishing a house. The foundation should be there. The foundation should have been set as you're growing up. But what happens is this. I'm going to give you a secret. A lot of times we're building on broken foundations. And so broken foundation, I'm in real estate and I buy houses all the time. And I don't care if the roof is broken. I don't care how the bathroom looks. I don't care how the whole place looks. What I care is that it has a what? Solid foundation. Because you cannot build on a broken foundation because it won't take the weight. Sometimes we, we feel like we're stuck in our ministry because maybe there's some, something wrong with the foundation. And that's what I'm going to bring you today. So you can kind of like go backwards. You know that a bow and an arrow, a bow, in order for it to go to its destiny, it needs uh, the arrow to go to its destiny. The bow has to stretch backwards. And sometimes we need to go backwards, backwards before we can launch. Right? And so we, 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 we go into this understanding that it takes two it takes two you're not gonna do it alone it takes two adam needed eve adam needed eve but before he had eve he had the father and so that means the father was teaching adam what a foundation's like by the time you get eve he's building a house and so i want to talk about the foundation because you can't build a house without a foundation you cannot build a house on sand it's unstable do you know that storms come your way either if you're in sand if you build your house on sand or the stone the difference is one keeps standing and this is what it's about because the foundation is solid you might lose a shingle you might lose a, a corner but you're not being moved you can replace those things but as long as the house is standing still whoo come on my house i don't care what storms that come we're standing on a solid what foundation tell your neighbor it takes two it takes two it takes two to make a thing go right rob base it takes two to make a thing go right that's right i used to rap no i'm just kidding it takes two to make a, a thing oh, hold on it takes two to make a thing go right it takes two to make it what out of sight that's rob base one of the best in its time right that was hip-hop back then i don't know what it is now but it was simple i get it the whole song i'm singing the song and I get it. Like in the mind, it's like it takes two, right? So you're singing that, but it's, it's a truth because we can't do it alone. And so we see, I like to go to Adam because that's where it all started. The whole mess started there. I personally think 
that Adam and Eve are set somewhere secretly in heaven. Because <laughs> I know there's a lot of mad people. Like we went through what we went through because of you. <laughs> but we see the structure and we see where brokenness come because it says that Adam fell. Adam fell. And when something falls, it what? It breaks. So here is the first broken foundation. We see it there, right? Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Humpty Dumpty. And <laughs> there we go. We'll say it again. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Oh, there he goes. Chick, chick. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. And all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty together again because he was broken. He was broken and they couldn't figure out because they didn't have an instruction. They didn't know how to do it. Right? So we see the brokenness in Adam is broken. We see it in the broken household. Right? We, we know the story. You know the story. Adam and Eve. Right? Then you had Cain and Abel. One honored the father and one dishonored the father. And we see how hatred and anger and bitterness all started in the brokenness of Adam. Because if the house is broken, if the foundation is broken, the rest of the house is no good. Because you're not building on a solid foundation because there's brokenness. I need you to understand that if your foundation is broken, I don't care how cute the house is, it can't handle the weight. It can't handle greatness. God has a vision for you. And when you was born, that vision was in your heart. But because we all fall because of Adam, then that that picture or that vision that God gave us, I'll give you an example. Something like this is what we have in the heart. But because the fall of Adam, the fall of man, this is how, how we start life in pieces. And we got to figure out where these pieces go. Why? We know, we know that the Father has something in the mind for every one of us. There's a vision. There's a purpose. You're not just here just because. You wasn't a, a, a byproduct of a mistake or a hangout in Copacabana. <laughs> you was purpose. God will use whoever to bring purpose. You are purpose. And there's a vision here. But what happens again, when we, when we start growing up, it's broken because of the first Adam. But here it is. It's pieces. And you know what? Have you ever seen a jigsaw puzzle? It's a mess. <laughs> a bunch of pieces and you got to try to figure it out and and we got to put it together right and this is your foundation this is foundation that's something that your father your mom should have brought you up and and he establishes people around you to what to figure out how to make the how to put this together that's life all of us every season of our life is a piece of puzzle that if we figure out how to put it we will see our vision pass I, I want to do what God has called me to do, what's purpose was in my heart. I want it to happen, but I know it takes two. I needed someone to help me. And this is something so personal to me because while I'm, I'm in my park, I do like 12 miles. Don't be mad. Um, I grew into that. And so this area, God was ministering to me because uh, the Bible speaks about honor. And it has a deep secret into this honor. But before I bring the scripture out, um, he says, look for the good. You'll always look for the good if you focus on the good. Our default mode is to look at the crumbs of people. And if you're looking at the crumbs of people, you're always looking down at them. You never see the big loaf, what they did for you. It takes no effort to look at crumbs. But it takes all of you to look for the loaf. Woo! 
And so God is ministering to me in this because I was brought up and my mom didn't serve God. Um, my dad left me when I was about four. So there was abandonment issues there. Um, my stepdad comes in the picture, but he's a stepdad, right? So he doesn't show the love and he doesn't, he doesn't show me how to put this together. That's his job. Now, I, wanna, I, wanna, I want you to know that you don't want to live in the land of regret because you didn't. Right now, you have an opportunity to stand up and do it for the next generation. And before you do it for the next generation, you got to make sure that your, your foundation is solid on God. And so he's like, look for the good. I'm like, no. <laughs> now, one thing is for me to tell you, the other one is when God is ministering to you. Like, you know it's God. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm walking in the Garden of Eden, Branch Brook, to me, is my garden, right? And I'm walking with God, and he says, I need you to look for the loaf. I was like, what? My stepdad? My dad? My dad abandoned me. He was never there. He says, you have to do it. I said, all right, okay. So I'm thinking of my dad, and I'm like, where's the loaf? Where's the loaf? He abandoned me. Where's the loaf? So I am focusing and looking for the good in the bad. Because it's easy to look at the bad. Be like, oh, he wasn't there, right? We could run around all our life. But understand this, God puts structures for a reason. And if there's any other reason than to honor your father because he was the vessel God used to bring you here, then you honor him for that. Had it not been for your father, whoo, had it not been for your mother, like, these are things that you need to establish because they were there for you. We don't know the story. We don't know the story, how they got there. Generational curse is something that goes from one generation to another. He was only duplicating what was duplicated in his life. Whew. So we can go down the rabbit trail to find out who was the corporate who started. Or we can say, from this moment on, as far as me and my household's concerned, we will serve the Lord. And we will set, set the structures God has for us. And so I had a look. And he said, okay. And later, later on, it, little pictures came. And, but my stepdad was the biggest. Because I was like, but he always beat me. He never treated me right. He never even hugged me. I don't remember. And all of a sudden, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm walking. I got 12 miles to figure this out. And it's funny how we, I focus in on that. And I remember one time when I was about maybe seven years old. Understand that when you have a memory, it's because it has an emotion attached to it. And so here I'm, I'm this is coming out of my heart. And I see him and we're walking and I was tired. Right? I was tired. And he looked back at me. Imagine, I could even, I could visualize that moment because it meant something, but it was hidden under so much junk that I couldn't bring out the good in him. And so I had to be focused on it and he put me on his shoulders and he carried me. He carried me. I was like, whoa, man, he didn't have to. He, he was doing a fatherly thing. And it was so impactful for me that I, today I'm 51 years old. I still, re 41 years later, I still remember that moment. Isn't that worth honoring? The fact that he, he, he took me on his literal shoulders. And there was another one. And this really was, it just blew my mind because I'm in the park going, man, that's crazy. Uh, I love horses and my dad, my stepdad will go horse racing. And when I was about 11 or 12, he said, you want to go? I was like, yeah, <laughs> let's go, right? Because we live in the city. You don't see horses. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, let's go to the horse racing. I want to go check out the horses. So I go there and uh, he, started, he started betting and then he was making money. 
And I was like, hey, how do you do that? He says, well, you, if you bet on the horse and, and you put him, give him $2, depending on the odds, and you, you multiply. And I was like, wow. And that was my first experience with business. Do you know what I do today? I'm a businessman. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an investor. That one moment at 12 years old will shift my whole life, my kid's life. Isn't that worth honor? And this is just recently, God is like ministering to me about honor, how these are the four corners of the structure to start. You don't, when you start a jigsaw puzzle, you start where? In the corners. Even he taught me that, my stepdad. He says, hey, you first look for the corners because the corners are the most important part of the puzzle. This is how you start. You don't start in the middle. You start in the corners because the corners give you structure. And so I'm like, oh, okay, great. So as I'm looking at the corners, I'm like, man, okay. So now it starts making a little more sense, but it takes two to make a thing go. I needed my stepdad to teach me what it is to build a jigsaw puzzle. I needed my, my stepdad to teach me what life is. I needed him to teach me who God is. He, he couldn't give me that because he never had it. But I can do a difference because I know better. And so let's go into this scripture because I only got two scriptures and they're so powerful. I want you to grab this because I'm going to give you uh, four little nuggets at the end that sometimes we've got to go backwards before we go forward. So we're trying to build a house and put the chandeliers and we're trying to put all this, but we got a broken foundation. We got a broken foundation and God is not going to give you more than you can handle and you can't handle because you didn't build right. Ooh, come on, somebody. And so look, look what he says in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. I want you to, you probably read it before, but I'm going to pull out something that you probably didn't see before. Watch this. It says, honor your father and your mother, period. <laughs> Stop there. It's not, the, it's not the whole verse. It stops there because sometimes we got to stop there. Perhaps your dad wasn't there. Perhaps your mom wasn't there. I don't know your story, but sometimes we got to make sure that our foundation is solid. And despite what happened, despite the crumbs that we know, we need to look up at the loaf because there is good and bad. And you have to make an intentional uh, perspective of looking at it through the honor system key it is key is foundational keys so he goes on he says honor your father and mother then it starts the new sentence starts with then usually <laughs> when it's a then that means the prior has to be done it's a dot in other words a statement and it and when you do that then so he writes and goes then so there's something i have to do there's something you have to do is what honor father and mother right and and then he says then you will live a long full life oh. i don't know about you but i like the long thing <laughs> and i like the life thing right because jesus says, i come to give you life and life in abundance so how does that look like well perhaps i gotta start in the bottom before i go up maybe i gotta encounter something in my foundation so that, that I can build my house with the chandelier looking cute. But no, it doesn't matter if 3,000 people come to my house. It is going to stand. Because sometimes we, are, we have a ministry for people, for other people. And you can't put so many people in the house that the foundation is cracked. Woo. And, and then it says, then, I want you to say it with me, then, then. You will live a long, full life in the land the Lord, your God is giving you I, I want you to understand the then means i will do this after you do this 
He tells the Israelites, I need you to understand this. And it's not only father and mother in the natural realm. There's fathers and mother in the spiritual realm. They, they dishonored Moses, what Moses was saying. This is our land. They dishonored the father. He, he's the servant. So there's a, a duality to father and mother. And I want to get into that. It says, it says that then, then. And so when we're looking at our puzzle or our life, this first corner should have been given to us as a given. But for many of us, including myself, I'm the first generation standing up for God. So my responsibility is to establish a foundation that I can teach my son to do. Because when God established everything, he taught the son how to do it. And then he gave him the wife and then they built the house. Did you catch that? There was conversations. There were boundaries. There was rules and regulation established. God established in the beginning. The reason he fell is because he violated a principle. Don't, don't, don't eat from that tree. He knew better. There was guidelines. There was, there was boundaries, right? And so when we look at one piece of the, of the puzzle and then we look at another piece of the puzzle, in between is called boundaries, right? And so the first one is this. I want you to write this down. It's God himself. It's the first corner. Matter of fact, the Bible calls him the what? Cornerstone. Why a cornerstone? Because every other structure will be around the cornerstone. And if that cornerstone is love, then the whole boundary lines are love. The, the other corner is love. Everything is love so that everything inside is love. Anything outside of love is hate and it's outside of the boundaries. Did you catch that? So one corner catches with another corner. What's in between is called boundaries. It's called principles. For your own good, I can do all things. I could do all things, but are all things beneficial? And so the Bible also says love compels. Love moves you to do the right thing. Because the fear factor don't work. I came up in, in, in religion. The whole fear factor and can't, can't, can't don't work. It doesn't work, right? Because you're trying to do it. But when you're structured on love, it's what's inside of you flowing. It is God who works in you. His will and his act according to his purpose. Woo! Let him do it, right? And so the first one is what? Is God. It's Jesus, the first corner. Right? We're starting a puzzle. We're going to find the other corner is what? So not only is this Christ, but it's honoring God. Here go this one. Mom. Honor mother and father, right? So the next corner is mom, right? It's a structure that God has set. This is the perimeter. You're, you're establishing something. I want you to understand, if you are building without the structure that God is telling you to build, you're building in vain. I don't know about you, but I don't like wasting time, right? How many men are watching today? How many love Ikea? We love Ikea, but we hate one thing, the assembly. <laughs> and the funny thing is, this is so crazy, that men, including myself, when we see a picture of something and we saw it at Ikea, we're like, yo, that looks hot. That's going to look right. But it comes with what? An instruction book. And a lot of us, we take the instruction book and put it to the side and be like, I got this. You don't know who I am. I'm a carpenter. Right. Now you're trying to figure out how everything looks based on what you see, not what you know. Because I, I've done this many times, and this is how I learned. 
that every time I put something together, I always have a bunch of pieces in my hand. And I'd be like, oh, how nice. <laughs> they sent me extra pieces. And my boy was like, no, <laughs> you just didn't put them in the right place until next thing you know, everything falls apart. And those parts that I had in my hand were the most essential parts to build and keep that sustaining. It was foundational. And guess what happens? I got to break it all down and do it again based on the instructions. A, B, C. Follow the instructions. God gives us instructions how to build our house, but he starts in the foundation. The most important part of your project, of your life, of your vision is going to be this. Foundational. Sometimes we got to go backwards before we go forward. So we understand it from the scripture that it says, together we are his house. Together. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it what? Out of sight. You want an out of sight life? It's going to take two. And God gives you these two. God gives you these people into your life. It started with your mom and your dad. And I want to go to the, the I want you to understand that I'm going to go to the end. And this is the most important. But here we go. Honor mom and dad. Honor mom. Honor dad. Right now you got three. And again, like I was saying earlier, honoring your father and honoring your mother sometimes will tend to look at the crumbs and not the loaf. There's, a, there's good and bad, but you have to be intentional. Naturally, you will, your default setting is to look at all the crumbs. You don't, take, you don't need no effort for that. <laughs> it's kind of like you, you look at all these and you can't find the good because I think that's the enemy's way of using the ability not, not to honor your parents because they know what happens when you have a foundation that's firm. And so he's always going to what? Be speaking to your ear. Look what they did. Look what she did. They never was there, right? And so you're like all pumped up. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. My mom was never there. My dad was never. I don't need nobody. Yo. <laughs> we have that attitude. Like, I come from Newark, and that's just kind of like, the, yeah, I don't need nobody. And it's, if you're a man, you're like, and you're trying to drop a, a tear, you're like, I don't need nobody. You know, you show no emotions, but you got to understand you do need people. And God puts a structure, and if that structure is not set, then your foundation is broken. You're just like Adam. You're like the Humpty Dumpty. You're broken. You're in pieces, and nobody could put you together. You're like, nobody could help me. But God can, and he gives us instructions. Here's the, here's the Bible giving us instructions. Perhaps you went from A to Z and never went to B, C, D. There's ways that God does this, and he sets it up in, in perimeters, especially when you're growing up. This should have been there. But if this is not there, look what God does. He's so awesome. God is awesome. Because he establishes something called the church. And there, <laughs> there, it says he gave you mothers and fathers, right? You have a spiritual leader, Pastor Rowe, Pastor Lisa. These are spiritual leaders that even if you didn't have a mama or a dad, they become your mom and dad because God wants to establish you so that the vision that he has put in you is like a plan B. Just in case your mom and dad fail, I got a plan B. It's called a church. And when we gather into the church, there's men and women that are standing in the boundaries and saying, hey, we're going to stand for God. And you're like, man, I want that. I want what is it you got? And they're going to pour into you and teach you how to put what? This is what they do. They, they teach you how to put this together. Oh, no, we got nobody. That, that's, that's a lie from the pit of hell. Because God gives you the church for free. Even if, I always say, even nobody ever tithed. Nobody gives nothing. I'm going to preach to them like I preached like somebody gave me a million. Because it doesn't matter. Right? I laid down my life to be a gift for people. When you go to church, man, 
You know why the devil so much, so much against the church? Because it is the structure that God has established so you can figure things out. Here, here you are. Here you are. This is your life. Oh, my life is a mess. <laughs> I don't know what to do. But then you have a pastor row and you have pastor Lisa and you got leaders that could be like, hey, this is what you do. Let's keep it simple. Let's put some corners. Who, who's your cornerstone? What are you starting at? Christ? Okay, you got, you, you're on your way. Hey, how's your family relationship? How's your relationship with your mom and dad? Because that's, that's, that's structural. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. No, we need to talk about it. We need to talk about it. Whatever you conceal will never be revealed. And so if you don't open up and expose it, you can never expel it. Oh. My mom was in this and all that, and we could go down the list. But what did they do good? Could we take the good so it could outweigh the bad? I remember doing projectors in my, in my church, and uh, they were putting the, 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 the uh, projector up, and so they were, I wasn't. And so I go in there, and they would put the three projectors, and they looked great. I was like, whoa, why? Because I'm looking at the big picture. Man, that's awesome! You know when you're excited when you see something, especially you're in church, and, and you do something new, you're, like, you're so excited, right? And then I brought another person. He goes, now you, you ever been excited? And then someone be like, with that face like, I call them firefighters. They try to pull out your fire. <laughs> you got to fire them. Get it? Fire? No, I'm but, but So, so I, I go to this firefighter. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call him now. I go to this firefighter and he pull out his hose. <laughs> and I'm like, my, my, all my curls are all drenched, right? And he says, look at that, at that projector. I'm like, okay. He said, no, keep looking at it. It's tilted. Now, when I looked at the big picture, I didn't see it. But because he focused on one wrong thing, that one wrong thing became the big picture. Do you understand what I'm saying? The little things that people have done to you could become the big thing if you don't focus on the bloat and you keep looking at the crumbs. Do you know that every time I went into the church, I was ruined until I got up there and fixed it? Because I no longer saw the what? Big picture. I didn't see the loaf. I saw the crumbs. And the crumbs became greater than the big picture. Did you catch that? Sometimes we can look at the crumbs of people and not look at the loaf. Right? Because it takes two. God is going to send you people that are going to help you. But if you keep being offended with everything they say and they do, the number one tactic the devil uses to, to pull you away from the people uh, that God has put there is through offense. Because if he could put offense in between you and that other person, it takes two. Come on, somebody. It takes two. How many people have we dismissed out of our life that were, were guided by God to be in our lives? We mess up what God has orchestrated because we take offense and we run with it. We look at the crumbs instead of looking at the loaf. The church is the corner piece, right? And then from the pastor and, 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 and the mom of the spiritual parents, right? In between all this is guidelines. There's principles that are set in between this, and then you start filling the middle. And those boundaries are set. These are things that God tells us, not because somehow he's going to get mad at us. It's because we're giving the enemy an upper hand. Every time you come outside of the boundary of the vision that God has given you, you're in the enemy's territory. And it takes two for someone to say, hey, I need you to come back into the picture. You're out of the picture. You need someone that says iron sharpens iron. And you know what happens when you take two pieces of irons and you, and, and you rub them against each other? Little chips come out, like little, little flames, right? And how do you keep fired up? It's those little chips, it's the little flames that keep you fired up. So I need someone to come and tell me if, if I'm out of line because I need to stay in line with the vision. People are depending on me. 
Generations are depending on me. It's bigger than yourself. Your kids are looking at you. They're watching you. What is your foundation? Because you can only teach whatever you start applying into your life. If you have dishonor and you dishonor your mom and dad, sooner or later, that seed is going to sprout in your kids. Why? It's generational curse. It's time we stand up, church. It's time we stand up and start establishing some foundation based on Christ as the cornerstone, honoring mom and dad, and honoring the spiritual parents that God has given us. I need you to understand. My gift is no good for me. Pastor Rose's gift is no good for him. His gift is for you, and God gave you this. So I always hear this. I don't know about church. I don't know. It's just a bunch of hypocrites. Well, there's a bunch of hypocrites in the club. (laughs) Let's be real. Right? People are people. There's no difference because you follow God or you don't follow God. People will be people. People have personalities. That's the way they are. But at least at church, I'm getting better. At church, I'm getting better. You know what? I don't compete against nobody else. I compete against my last version. Woo! But it takes two. I need someone to sharpen me. I need someone to come alongside me. I need pastors to override me. I need pastors to see me. I need pastors to call me. I need... I need... That's my gift. My, the Father in heaven gave you Pastor Rowe as a gift. I need you to put a bow on him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pastor Lisa, you put a bow on her. That's your gift from the Father. Well, I don't know if God loves me. Look at Pastor Rowe and Lisa. They, re- they released what they wanted to do in life to do the will of the Father. Comes with a sacrifice. Someone paid a price. And so we got to start looking at a perspective of church and our moms and our dads. I need some repentance to go on right now. I need you after this video, maybe just take five or ten minutes and say, Holy Spirit, show me your truth because I think I got a foundation problem. Because whatever you establish will be passed on to the next generation. Whatever you don't establish, the Goliath that you don't fight is going to go after your kids. Generational curse. We're under Christ. We believe, yeah, but... There's structures, right, to build what God wants to build. This is the foundation. And to build that foundation, sometimes we got to go backwards before we go forward. You know, when I was young, I wouldn't go to the basement because it was dark. <laughs> Be like, mommy, ring, mommy, mommy. I wanted to grab somebody to go in there, right, or, or have a flashlight, right, because we're scared of darkness. And sometimes it's the same thing with us. We don't like to go to our past pain because it's dark. But guess what? If you go in there with the Holy Spirit, he is the light to shed light on what needs to be fixed. If we got a foundation problem. Guess where the foundation's at? In the basement. Where's all our traumas? Where are all our hurts and our things that people done? You know where we got it? Stashed in the basement. And that's why our foundation, like you ever gone and you're doing and you're doing and it feels like you're going more backwards than you went forward. You started here, you're moving, you're moving, you go backwards. Perhaps it's not that the devil has an upper hand on you. Perhaps it's maybe your foundation is a little weak. And we got to be truthful about this. I, I, we do matrix and in matrix, that is what we do. We make sure your foundation is solid. So when you build a house, man, it doesn't matter how many people come to your party. The house ain't going to be shaken. Right? Because you have people that have ministries that are going to be in your house. You're going to be covering them. Oh, this is so good. You're going to be covering them and it takes two and they're going to come for, for refuge in your house. You got to make sure your foundation is solid. You don't want that whole house to be shaking all of a sudden everybody. No, and God won't allow that. How's that? God would only give you what you can handle. And sometimes the handling, it says that at the cross we got the power of God. We have the power to go to our attic, to our basement and shed some light on some things. 
And so, in biblical times, a cornerstone was used as the foundation and standard upon which a building was constructed. Once in place, the rest of the building will conform to the angles and the size of the cornerstone. In addition, if removed, the entire structure will collapse. Wow. Are you resting on God? Are resting on Jesus, the cornerstone? Are, are, you, are you making sure that every corner that God has placed for you to build your, your, your picture, your vision is in, is in place? Sometimes, like I said, it, I don't have access to my dad. He passed. But in my season, I learned to honor him despite that, what is lo unconditional love? It's a despite love. I loved him despite he was never there. I loved him despite he never took me to a baseball game. I can go down the list of the despites. I chose because love is, is a choosing thing. I choose to love him. I choose to honor him. I can't get to him. I wish I could. And so if your parents are alive and you got some beef, listen, I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart, go and make up with them. Honor them. They, they were the vessels that God used, man. Start, let's, let's start this walk of God. Let's, let's make sure that our foundation is, is structurally correct. Why? This is what we're going to pass on to the next generation. If every time they mention your dad or something, you put a face, your kids are watching. They're watching. That's dishonor. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to them. But in all this, I need you to just well, focus on the good. There is good. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, if you get out, uh, get out of here today and spend 10 or 15 minutes with the Holy Spirit and ask him, show me the loaf. I don't want to look at the crumbs no more. I guarantee you he's going to show you. And so I'm, I'm to the end and I just want to do a quick prayer because I feel and I've been walking with God for 17 years that there's many people that are stuck and they're not stuck because God don't want to give them. They're stuck because it's things they need to deal with. How long would you keep dirt under your sofa? How long would you keep that stuff in your house? Matter of fact, if you keep piling it up, there'll be like coffee tables. And you learn to live with that. But we wasn't called to learn to live in chaos. We were called to be peacemakers and it starts with you it starts with me and it starts in our heart so i want you to bow your heads and i'll pray father we thank you for this moment thank you that we get to understand what you have established for us i'm asking now for the power and the strength to go into my basement and deal with some issues on my foundation i know my parents wasn't perfect i i know the church i go to is not perfect but I'm not, I'm going to choose not to look at the crumbs. I'm going to look at the loaf. And as I am structurally grounded on you and my foundations are all in place, Lord, do what you're going to do and let your vision and your will be done in my life as you plan. In Jesus' name. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Our mission here at Christ Uncensored House of Worship is to love God, love people, and love life. Kuhau is a place where our story is still being written. Together, we can do more than we can ever do alone. If this message has encouraged you and you wish to partner with us in taking this message all across the world, go to kuhau.com give or follow us on any social media platform. Thank you in advance for your support and generosity. Come and begin a whole new journey with us.